Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm pretty good. How you doing? Hey, how you doing out there, people? It's Chris. It's Chris, we're fucking hey, doing this. Hey, We haven't done about. these voices in a while, you fucking guy. <laughs> we used to do them all the fucking time. Hey, Chris, yeah. you know what's fucking annoying about... So, I fucking telephones, right? Like, we try to do this over Skype. Ew. It's fucking Skype. I got all this background noise. Now, if we were just using telephones, like in the olden days... Yeah. Dialing. Dialing. As they used to say. Yeah, we just have a dialing. We do a little machine. Eh. Eh. I take a pen, I take the back of a pen and I put it in the in the rotator and I I each number. I'd I'd do a push button, but I'd still use a pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a freaking secretary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eh. Boop, 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 boop. And when I called, <laughs> you wouldn't know it was me. <laughs> you just guess. You'd be like, hey fucking I know Chris is supposed to call, but it might be a ma. You never fucking know. That's the beauty of the old phones. Why hey. am I turning it to dice? Hey. I don't fucking hey. know. It's, uh, it's like a crapshoot, you know? Yeah, I miss that. Yeah. You know, I miss yeah. fucking calling yeah. a guy and being like, yeah. Who this? Phone's ringing. It might fucking be a bill collector. <laughs> Better answer it. <laughs> might be a girl who I gave a number to. That's right. I heard it. I heard a conversation a couple of years ago. My wife and another friend of ours were walking down our neighborhood and it was like two, uh, just two dudes, you know, um, they, they were, they looked like they were having, they were on hard times maybe. Right. Okay. But they both had cell phones. Apparently. That's not, that's not on, like, I feel like cell phone is now like an extension of your own body. Yeah, right. Very exactly. few at people some, don't have right. them somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could afford some sort of kind of cell phone at some, you know, like. But these two guys were talking and they kind of knew each other. I felt like they were kind of friends, but not really close or something and whatever. And so the, they whatever they were to have a conversation and towards the end of the conversation, the one guy looks to the other and was like, he's like, yeah, I'll give you a call. And he's like, if you don't recognize the number, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> we both, all three of us started laughing because it was just so odd. That's crazy. Of like a comment. That's his calling kind of card heart. too. He's just like, he's, I, I would assume you're not going to put my number, my name in. Mm -hmm. So just. They probably don't know each other's names. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, I yeah. was thinking. Well, that's a good, good point. Yeah, it's just like sort of like street acquaintances or something, you know. The thing is, is like I so we when I was growing up, we didn't have uh we didn't have an answering machine. So like mm -hmm. if you missed a call, you like the one thing we could even do, like in the wait even like in the nineties and stuff. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't get one. Okay, All we right. didn't have fucking voicemail in the yeah. Like, so yeah. the only thing you could do is when you got home, you could star sixty nine to find out who the last person to call was. <laughs> Did you used to do that? Yeah, of course. Because you'd be <laughs> like in in like junior high when like phone calls are crucial. And your your parents will refuse to like get call waiting or voice or uh, answering. We I never even I've never I didn't have an answering machine. I think till college. Wow. Yeah. And then it was like and then it was like the voicemail one though, wasn't no, it? No, it point? was an actual. I think it was a physical. You still had to do the tapes. I think it, it wasn't a tape. It had it had some sort of like digital. It had a digital. Yeah, it was like the digital thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it wasn't. You push the button and it played it back. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, r- lots of fun with that one. But yeah, <laughs> it's I I I just in talking to you just now, like there's no like if you see a number that you don't know, I don't pick it up. Yeah, I'll pick it up. And the other thing is, is like no one leaves voicemails anymore. So mm-hmm. so it's like with the olden days. Was a maybe a I don't know. Basically, it's just Star sixty nine at this point. Like I'm like I got the number. <laughs> I'll see if I call it. I doubt it. Probably not. Because who's gonna call? It'd be like the Star sixty nine number. Would be like, did you did you call? But yeah. people do that on their. You I, called. I yeah. hate when people fucking do the you called. I hate yeah. It. I fucking hate it. It's a, it's a no, it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious as fuck. I fucking like. Hi, yeah. so you called this number? Oh yeah. fuck you. Oh, this? fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I moved on. Yeah. Don't bring me back into that moment in time. <laughs> I got a text. Oh, my God. I got a text. I won't be able to. Oh, fuck. I really hope I can pull this up quickly. It's oddly enough, the person it should be easy because uh, it's one of the numbers that it, I don't know anyone. Okay. Here it goes. I got this text uh, on, sun, on Friday. Friday at 3.32. <laughs> Hey, are you Brian? I'm Marley. We matched on eHarmony before when I came to t- came down <laughs> to hang out with my sister, but we didn't connect IRL. Uh-oh. I'm back in town for for number four a while. If you want to to uh, this might be Prince writing this. Actually, go out <laughs> while I'm here. Letter R, letter U, too busy? Question mark. And I, I, I can't. I. I was like, I gotta write this person back. And Kristen was like, you do not write that person back. Yeah. And uh, so that's yeah. it's, it's out there. It's out there. It's a scam. It, virus thing or something. You think I don't it know. is? I don't think it. it is. I don't, there's no, nothing to click on. It's just a number. Oh. 740-527-6043. If anyone wants to give a. Yeah, someone else should call. Give Marley a call back. Yeah. Give yeah. Marley a call. Say you're Brian or don't. Yeah. So, anyway, it was weird. So you didn't catch up with her. Is what you're saying? No, I I didn't <laughs> go out with her. Went into the abyss. Anyway, this is all to say that telephones are stupid, no matter what kind of version mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can leave it at that. Sure, uh, Chris, how are you doing? We got the you said the we got the NBA season right upon us. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Literally right around the corner. Next right Tuesday, around the twelfth of October. The corner. Um, that's crazy. That is that's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. I'm not ready for it. I don't think. I know. I it's I think it's because all the seasons got jumbled together. Hockey mm-hmm. started last night. Not that that's ever. Yeah. I don't ever know when hockey's supposed to start. Yeah, sometime in the fall. And baseball is going on. I think Ugh. that that ends in December. I don't know. Are we Thank back God. on schedule? It, like technically, no. like no. I don't know. Well, basketball is. I think everything else is still maybe. Maybe hockey is. I think everything else is still kind of a little tweet because they. I think everything sort of next season for a lot of sports will probably reset a little bit. I, uh, hopefully, hopefully, Chris. Hopefully, hopefully, there isn't another variant. You know remember what I'm last saying? Year, remember last year when the football season when we were, there were games on like Tuesday or Wednesday, so because the Titans kept getting COVID and shit like that. <laughs> like yeah. I kind of miss that. Like the, I kind of <laughs> miss like a oh shit, there's a game at fucking four thirty today because the Bengals <laughs> all have random. COVID. Yeah, it's a little weird how they they totally f- they they couldn't figure that out last year about canceling just canceling a game. They need a whole, a whole literally calendar year to be like, oh, if your team has COVID, you can't play now. Instead of just, we'll keep postponing it for all, five, five that's days. That's all it took. That's all it took was to be like, if you if you get can't if you if you can't play, you forfeit. And everyone was like, yeah, whoops, 
we're vaccinated. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, yeah. like things just, I think that testing is, a, it's weird. I, I would guess that there's a, let me set this up a little better. I'm working on this event and, and it's weird. This is, I'm going to leave, I'm going to tell no names, but there's a union involved, right? Mm. And the union has to be hired, but everyone has to be tested in order to, to be a part of this. So it's daily COVID testing. But mm. if a union member gets test positive, we as the producer still have to pay him or her for the entire run of the show. Of course. It's on us to mm-hmm. pay them to quarantine. Mm-hmm. So unions. the impetus is to be more lax on the testing of the only people that we don't actually know on this production. Isn't that fucked? And so like, I wonder if that falls into, if like maybe there's that version of testing happening in the NFL as well. It's like, are we really going to test Kyrie? Like, what, like do we, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, you know the you know the NFL at least is it's crooked as enough. fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that they're doing whatever they want because I mean, obviously we can get into that whole John Gruden emails thing. Yeah, like the they first, were trying to the first thing that came to mind. Make was, sure that didn't see the light of day. How Goodell was an anti football pussy. <laughs> Which, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Same and, um, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. A lot of these people. I mean, a lot of you know even. Businesses, I'm sure people are like, do we really want to tell people that we have, a, you know, like hiring new people, like vaccines, you need to be vaccinated or like, you know, like people just want to like kind of put that in the gray area a little bit, I think. I think that's true. And just kind of hope for the best, you know, because everyone wants to have work and production and all that kind of stuff moving forward. Yeah. And I also think that people like, so I know that for my wife, like it's, it's all there. You have to be symptomatic in order to get tested. Like you can't be like. If I got COVID, mm-hmm. Kristen would wouldn't necessarily ha- get tested until she, she shows showed signs. a symptom, because they can't have all these doctors out of work. Right. Also, right. I, I mean, on the other side of it, Kristen has never got COVID, as far as we know, and has worked on a lot of COVID patients. Like, right. She's been right. like immediate proximity to them. Mm-hmm. Um. So that so there are pro- the protocols do work if you follow them you know if you're safe but it's impossible. yeah of course it's impossible right. to do so anyway yeah. we get back to the age-old question and covid conversations are boring i just thought like <laughs> it's it's like kind of like oh yeah the nfl played hardball but probably a little bit like with like a back door open you know yeah for sure for sure i i think there's always a unspoken unwritten rules or just or or it's goodell and you know the union head guy smith and just owners. kind of like and who the owners yeah, and the owners, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah, it's probably always Jerry Jones is always there in those meetings and stuff. You know, usually I think it's supposed to be Goodell, probably like as the point person, but I'm sure Jerry Jones doesn't let that happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, there's. I mean, I, I, you almost see it almost every day, and, or talking to people and friends who have who work and all that stuff. I'm sure there's everybody's got stories that are very similar to that. Well, it's a it's a it, the business of COVID is an interesting one. <sighs> the business of everything is interesting, right? I mean, it's it's. It is, it's, but but like I just yesterday I saw a truck drive by, and it was like called like Eco Clean or something, and it was like right. it was a it was an entire business that was their job was to like, you know, disinfect your offices, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think before was probably just a cleaning service, yes. But now they just have this new thing, mm-hmm. you know. It's like yep. There's Paradox, this company that does all of the like rapid testing and and COVID compliance on events, like they're, they're huge, like they're huge. 
They're mm-hmm. fucking huge. They're like making millions upon millions mm-hmm. of dollars to do COVID compliance. It's incredible. Like I, I, the business of COVID just blows me away. Mm-hmm. It blows mm-hmm. me away. Fear, 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 fear sells. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. Do you want to talk about the Gruden emails? I mean, they're pretty gross. Uh, uh, yeah, it, I, I, I want to talk about how obviously a big piece of shit he is, and I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, I mean, like, that was that's this, not news. Yeah, this isn't really news. Like, even Keyshawn Johnson came out and was like, man, I tried to tell you this 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, the coming out of the woodwork people are a little annoying. Also, a little annoying. The like, I can get away with the Michelin tire comment. Like, that would have slid. Like, if that was it, like, he should have fucking known. He should have known he was doomed. From the moment they fucking opened up those emails, he should have known. I think he did. I he should have just... Or done. either that, or he's so, he's so oblivious to whatever his whole... He should have fucking resigned at the end of the year. ...existence was, is, is that he forgot about all the other shit he said, too. I mean... Which is ridiculous. But or it, didn't think it was that big of a deal. You know, I mean, I, like... Well, that's what I mean. Like, he probably didn't really, like... His, he just probably doesn't really think about that stuff, right? And I think that's the problem with a lot of people, is, is especially with people sort of a, of a generation that's probably even including ours, but more so like even older than us is like, those are things that, that people just said. Oh dude. And they got I, away with it. I could thought, never, they never uh, thought another thing about it. Now I, I fancy myself an open-minded person, but I, you know me, I've said some pretty fucked up things. Definitely over email, like definitely over email. I've definitely said the pussy word a lot. Yeah. I say that a lot. Yeah. It's in most of my texts, yep. like yep. the pussy word. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> abbreviate it. It's just pussy. But like the, like that's in my, those are, that word's it. In my emails, like it is in mm-hmm. my. That means I could not be a head coach. Like I've, 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 I mean, I already. Wrote, I mean, you'll you'll get hired, but then you'll get fired like eight months later when they find the email. I mean, it would be not hard. Like any one of my friends would be happy to turn over an email that I wrote. <laughs> Fantasy football alone, I would be destroyed. Like just destroyed. <laughs> so I mean, I, I I sympathize with Gruden in that respect. Like it's never nice to have somebody read your emails, you know. But like, yeah, but. But fuck this guy. Like, I mean, it's it's just it's it's fuck this guy. Like, that's just what it is. Like, I, you, no one cares about you. Like, you stole a Super Bowl. You, you stabbed your ex team in the back in a weird way to win a Super Bowl. Like, the guy just isn't it a better NFL landscape without him in it? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, at one, I thought he was a terrible coach. You you could see like you know everyone he went three and no to start the season now they're three and three they're three they're, and two, they're so the such better off like they're so much better off they get out from under that contract yeah without hopefully, fault hopefully I, I'm I, listen I'm not putting the past fucking Mark Davis to honor that contract for no, the next six years no there's no way they're broke there's right no way. Well, mm, I don't know man well or 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 there's some sort of backdoor agreement there where he'll still get paid something at some point or you know whatever like he might not get the full amount like an isaiah thomas deal yeah exactly like those two this is exactly an isaiah thomas deal because those two are so much buds just like dolan and thomas yeah and he takes care of him he wanted he wanted gruden he was the only guy he wanted he gave him a 10-year contract like I, it's just but whatever that's regardless of the fact that the fact that though is that like he put these emails into the into this is the other problem i have with all this and bullshit in the nfl and and just they just try to cover everything up it's like these emails were to the 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 washington football team executive and and when there was an investigation into the team itself about all the crap that the team itself was facing and the owner and all these things and that's where all these emails stemmed from none of that came out during that investigation someone else leaked these emails now 
to the Wall Street Journal. Well, I don't even know if it was leaked emails, right? I think it was, was it public domain? Like, wasn't was part of the investigation? Wasn't it like available to them or no? This was leaked. I think this was leaked. I don't think it's public domain. I I just wonder, like, what's come out of the investigation itself? Like, is this the win? Goon no, and like fired? this is a whole separate issue. Like that's the thing is like what what's coming out of the investigation? What well, about maybe, these? Like hopefully now more will come out. I hope so. It's like th- it would be such a fucking. It would be so disappointing if like the one thing that came out of this was that we got rid of John Gruden. Like yeah, what about all of the people that were affected? The r- I mean, it would be surprised this- to be. I would be surprised if Goodell maybe just sort of secretly leaked this because he called him all you know the name or whatever, and oh, he was just I like would, fuck Gruden. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a vindictive person. I bet. I don't know if. He, he's vindictive, but like it, I don't it know seems weird. All would, the, I guess my point is, it, it seems all kind of weird and fishy that six months later, after that investigation, like this is the, this is what was this is what came out. Do you think? Right. I mean, they like the NFL pretty keeps a pretty fucking closed door behind everything, right? Like it it seals everything up pretty tight. It, it only wants you to know what it wants you to know. Basically, it yeah. seems like uh, from years yeah. past with all this crap. Yeah. Just ask Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing that like I found sort of interesting about this was that it was like kind of public knowledge that uh, the NFL had influence on Jeff Fisher drafting Sam. What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah, Michael Sam. Michael Sam. Uh, but I don't think that's true. You think you don't think that's speculatory? Yeah, that's yeah. Like that's, I feel like Gruden. That's just Gruden I feel like Gruden being an asshole, thinking he's the smartest person. Oh, in the room. I feel like Gruden and like Jeff Fisher were probably buds, and he was like, "Yeah, I did." No, 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 my friend. Jeff Fisher put out a statement. Really? Yes, good for him. And he com- totally contradicted it, refuted it, saying there was no influence at all. They wanted Michael Sam because of his talent and his abilities on the football field in college. Isn't there and a Raider And he so- totally supports, you know, uh, you know, uh, gay rights, all these things. You know, all, he's very supportive of all that kind of stuff. So he, I mean, good on, this is the first time I ever, like, uh, I like Jeff Fisher in my entire life. Well, I've always loved him. Just kidding. What does Ryan O'Callaghan feel about all of this? Who? Ryan O'Callaghan. Isn't, isn't, isn't he the guy? The Raiders have a gay player on their team. Like, yeah, the, Carl Nassib. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I, just, I just Googled it. What's his name? Carl Nassib? Nassib? Oh, yeah, yeah. Carl Nassib. There he is. Yeah. That must be awkward for that dude. Mm-hmm. Like what? How? Luke what Gruden the, even said like before the season in in support of him, it was like you know we don't care about all this stuff. Good for him. Blah 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 blah. It shows you tell. It actually shows you the 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 public hypocrisy these people do as well as like they just say things just to make sure they're on the right side of things, but they don't really actually believe it. <laughs> Did you hear what Gruden's excuse for the Michelin tire remark was? Like, I mean, you have to be like a poet to come up with this kind of bullshit. That it was yeah. that it was like he lies. Yeah. And so the like catch rubber, him in a lie. Rubber bounces rubber off lips. rubber bounces off his lips. Did the, what do you t- like that's just insane. Like it makes no sense. I, I don't even it it's just like offensive. It's offensive yeah. on top of offensive to say yeah. shit like that. It blows me away. We don't have to But he's an offensive guy. He's he's offend, he offends this, everybody. I hope so. this is just a rap on this guy. I just that there he doesn't need to be around. I mean, he'll be around. He'll be a scout. He'll be in the fucking shadows mm, i don't be, know he might be done he might be done i would there's love too it. much there that's already come out there, there's probably more that might keep coming out what? uh you know because reporters and all these like people will start digging now and try to find more here well that's, sure. dude i mean i would be freaking the fuck out if i had written to this dude or anyone in the redskins organization or whatever washington football team organization i would be freaking out i would be like god what did i write like i i don't even know like that's insane like 
It's intense. Also, what a weird conversation that Gruden has to have the next time he sees that guy. Mm. <laughs> you know? Well, they're probably friends, so it doesn't matter. Uh, well, And that guy's a piece of shit, too. Bruce Allen, he was an executive of the Washington football team. He was a piece of shit, too, yeah. for a long time. That was like an open secret in football for many years. And like maybe not just like sort of a racist or, or those kinds of things, but he was, a, he was a piece of shit guy. He was an asshole. It's never so good. it doesn't surprise me either that him and those two, those two were corresponding and, and probably trading, you know, crap back and forth. Like, oh, why, and also, why aren't they releasing his end of the emails then? Too? Well, that's why I don't like, they understand. Just, they just put out Gruden's, you know, emails. I don't know why. That's maybe there's nothing there. Maybe he. Maybe. 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 It's weird. Maybe. It's weird. Like in 2011, to be dropping some of the shit he said. I mean, it's it's bad no matter what. Don't get me wrong, but like it was also like over seven years. So it's not like it was like a moment in time where he was just like you can make some argument of him like oh it was a bad area of judgment this one time. No, no, these were like multiple texts over multiple years too. That shows you the extent of of what a piece of shit he is. Yeah, it's a gross world. Um, it's a gross world. And like people and people don't want to sort of either believe it or admit to it. And in case of point, you see guys like Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy who were sort of immediately hey, backed up Dungy. John Gruden because they've worked with him for so many years and know him as a person. And he had never shown any of this stuff. Of course he doesn't show this stuff. He doesn't want to show it in public. He shows it in private. And that's what a vast majority of these type people do. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. That's pretty, that's fine. I mean, yeah. Also Tony Dungy's a piece of shit because he I hate immediately backed him up. And then when more came, more was released the next day. Also, he starts backtracking. Oh, and going, the way oh, he whoa, does it, not what the I, way he no, does it too. Him. The way he does it is so fucking righteous. You guys don't know the Jeff, the the John Gruden. I know, like, like he's yeah. a good man. He's a Christian, like that kind of shit, like that, yeah. like that, like you don't know what goes on, like how good of a person this is. You only see this version of him. Like I stand behind him, and then fucking yeah. backpedal on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're just as bad as they are. Like fuck yeah. you. Uh, who also is uh, uh, sort of an open secret, apparently, and there's been stories and reports of Tony Dungy is hugely anti-gay he is. Uh, Christian person, too. Didn't so his it's kid like, kill I, himself, too? Didn't his gay kid kill himself? Is oh, that, I don't know about that. I think I'm just making shit up now. Oh, yeah, you might be. Let's back on that. Let's back off on that one. No, let's not. Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> Tony Dungy's death of his son. Suicide. Sorry. Suicide. Okay. All right. Not gay. I don't know if he was gay. Yeah, I don't think he definitely didn't like his dad. So yeah, yeah. There you go. I think Tony Dungy's. I think Tony Dungy's a piece of shit. He is. I think he is too. I hope he goes full shit. He's full of shit at least. I just I can't handle him. I hate the way. Like I don't. You know what? So taking a step back, we sit up here in our whatever our our fans of sports like ivory towers, right? Sure. We decide who we like and we don't like based on very little, knowing very little about them or the world in which they live. Like, we, we have never been really privy to the NFL and how corrupt it is, like, on a, on a real, like, sort of, like, concrete level. I mean, there's always been speculation, like, since, like, North Dallas 40. Like, it's always been this thing. But we sort of just judge people on, like, what we like or don't like about the way they talk about football or whatever. But Gruden, like, he always felt like a piece of sh- like. He, like this is just was not surprising and there's just no sympathy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if these emails came out and it was like pete carroll you'd be like well pete was kind of sneaky like he kind of had some shiftiness about him like Ugh, i hate to hear it you know like damn but tony dunn or but but john gruden you're like yeah fuck that guy bye yeah yeah that's also there was other players before too like troy what was it troy uh troy brown who was the um the raiders wide receiver years ago um you know, Notre Jim, Dame guy, legendary wide receiver Tim back in like the 90s or whatever. 
Tim Brown. Tim Brown. Tim Brown. Like hey, there was Tim Brown and there was a couple other guys who also have spoken out about John Gruden in the past, but nobody wanted to listen to those those guys before, right? And so like because it, it's one of those guys who's like, oh well, everyone likes John Gruden because he's kind of folksy and he talks real funny and and he says you know crazy things and he's he's a great personality, so he must be a good guy. And I feel like that's always the case, especially in in like with sports and and media and rednecks. Yeah, is that like everyone's, you know, as long as he's got, he's colorful, he's got a personality, he's probably just, everyone likes him probably because they always assume he's a good guy. Maybe going forward, we should just assume everyone's a piece of shit because it seems like <laughs> everyone is a piece of shit. <laughs> like but they could just really hide it really well. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, I like that. I'm with that. I've, 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 like I think we put, I mean, it's sort of like that baseline. putting everyone up on the pedestal, right? We, we always make heroes of out of everybody yeah we look up to them and he ah, uh, he was my hero growing up and stuff you know what stop with the hero like you know of, you know that stuff and putting people on the pedestal and stuff just assume because then you won't be disappointed and you won't be it won't be weird when these people actually show their true colors well that's why, be like yeah i kind of thought that about him that's why i always like alan iverson because he showed his flaws he was a he was an open book yep. he was a, he kept like, it real he wore his heart on his sleeve you did there were no secrets yep you knew everything that yep. was going on with that guy yep. he was like Yep. That's I I mean But everyone wants to condemn him for that then. Well they did. You know? like, they did. And now look at him. He got no he's got no skeletons. Like nothing. Yeah. All the shit's out. Like yep. he's he's good. He's good. I feel bad good for point. these I feel bad for these twelve players or sixteen ex players that got are getting in, in trouble for insurance fraud on a scam that like feels kinda like you would get involved in it too. Like, I'm like, you know, Fuck yeah, I want more money. Yeah. What do I got to do? I got to go to the dentist. I mean, yeah. how much do I get a new car? Yeah. Darius yeah. Miles will do that. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I, Tony Roten, I feel bad for Tony Roten. He like, he, I'm, I don't know. Insurance. I'm pretty sure was, they knew what they were doing. Oh, I don't doubt that for a second, but like, so also, I don't feel bad for him. In that who sense. cares? <laughs> like, who cares? I just, I like. I don't know. I feel, but I think ex NBA players have it much harder than we think. I think that the, the well, for sure all ex athletes, I think too, especially I, football players, right? When I you mean, get into money that big, losing money is big deal. Like when you mm -hmm. lose that source of income, when you're used to living with money mm -hmm. that big, look at what's happening. Sure. Fucking Ben Simmons showed up. Mm -hmm. He was like, wait, I missed my fucking eight mil. You, I mm -hmm. took I, the one mil fine. All right, clutch. All right. All right, guys. One mil. Sure, sure. Yep. You can, yep. But wait, wait. Look there, at Andrew fucking Wiggins, man. That man will never yeah. make that kind of money again. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I'm yeah. getting vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it, I honestly didn't think that, like, that this would work out this way. But Daryl Morey was like, you know what? I'm <laughs> clutch, clutch Call sports. Bluff. I'm calling your motherfucking bluff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It worked out. I mean, it hasn't worked out necessarily, but it's like, it's pretty, it's, it, I don't know. I'm pretty impressed. I have to they, say they, 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 they are back to having the upper hand now, basically at this point, because now they control this situation again, because he either sits out and doesn't play and that's fine. And yeah. He doesn't get paid basically, yeah. or, or he starts playing a little bit and they can actually try to sort of regenerate trade entrance again to get rid of him. Cause at some point he is, he will not be on that Sixers team within, within Maybe a half year. Maybe it'll take it until next offseason. At I mean, this point, I, I don't know. Who knows? But. I'll always take Ben Simmons back because I, I've, I'm a fan. I've always thought he was a piece of sh like kind of a shitty person. Like ever since, not always thought. Ever since I saw that Showtime documentary about him, like sort of getting into like college and then the NBA, 
and just mm. seeing how what kind of a person he is, which is kind mm-hmm. of like this prima donna asshole. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I never really vibed on that. And then the whole like clutch sports, Kendall Jenner, like all of it is like this circus. Like it's this like mm-hmm. it's a very planned thing. And and he's just kind of this like I I just feel like the he's one of these guys that like showed immediate ability, and the entire family has like wrapped their arms around him and protected him mm-hmm. so that he can go do what he needs to do where he's obviously naturally talented, but he's never worked on his game and he does, he's never connected with the fans and he's just kind of awkward and feels like the world's out to get him when it's not like, uh, like everything he could do is very simple to, mm-hmm. to, to make him make his life easier mm-hmm. and he won't because he's never done anything wrong in his own mind and no one's ever told him that. And you watch this right. documentary, you feel that like the yeah. whole thing the whole it's just it's kind of gross and it's not necessarily his fault to for being raised like that but like what so so like i i'm fine with him leaving or staying because i don't really like his personality but i actually like his game and Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not really that butthurt about like the miss dunk and all that bullshit and i think that like real sixers fans probably aren't either the ones that want to like yell and fucking get obnoxious at a game yeah they're just douchebags they just want to do it and don't get me wrong I was excited to go to Cleveland and shit on him, but I'm not going to do it. You know, like I, I, now he's back. I'm fucking, he's, he's ours until he's not, you know, as long, as long as if he plays and as long as he's useful and he, and he's, you know, my, my only worry that, and I agree with you for the most part, except for the, like with the dunking thing and those examples of like, he just doesn't care. Yeah, no, no, right? he doesn't care. And, and that's what it bothers me about him is like, he just, and I don't know if this off season, like, you know, immediately once this last season ended, he put out all these videos of him like shooting, but he does and, that every fucking year. He does it every right, year. and it's like it's all bullshit. It's all PR work, basically. The, the whole thing, the whole Ben Simmons thing, is a PR work. His sister yeah. has been his publicist right. since he was twelve years old. Right. Clutch and hired it's not very her good when he was either, right. It's it's very like surfacey. You can kind of see right through the it. The whole too, thing is, is really a fucking weird. facade. But I think you're right. Like he's never but, done anything wrong, so he's got this like. It's, it's almost like you know what it is. It's it's like they do they do with that his off court what he does on court. It's like he doesn't give a hundred percent. Like yeah. it's. Like they're like, oh, we'll just do this and make ourselves look good. And it's like, yeah, but you're not doing it very a good enough job of that, right? You're yeah. just kind of mailing that in too. It, the whole thing, it's his whole persona, his whole sort of. I, I mean, I I hate to question people's worth ethic, but it, you can almost kind of see this on him specifically. Yeah. It's like, all right, you 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 passed up a shot w- w- to be spiteful, to to, to to like you didn't care anymore. You don't want to try at all. Like what? I, it just it feels weird and it feels kind of gross. And and he's weird and, and um, gross, but yeah, I'm with you. But I'm yeah. not. I'm not against him. Like I just. I'm not. No, I mean I'm not against him per se. Like he needs out of Philadelphia too. Whatever reason, that's not working. Maybe it works somewhere else. You know, there's a lot of cases that that happens from time. You know, over the years and stuff. So maybe. But it still, it's, it's um. I want to see him. That relationship needs to end. The main reason I would like to see him leave Philly is to see how he does on another team. Like it mm-hmm. would just be fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I think that that's really. I don't know that that. I w- I'm I'm excited to see how this turns out. I'm not like I, I don't think it's an absolute train wreck yet. Right, and we'll we'll see it. We'll see it like how he handles this on the court then too going forward. It's like does he try harder so he can get traded out of Philadelphia? Right, or does he just not care at all? Like either way, you know what? You know, I, it's such a weird thing to even try to to, to even try to think about and envision of of how both sides are gonna are, are trying to you know come to some conclusion with this. Can I can I give you a comparison that? popped in my mind and you just reminded me about it mm. but it involves bill simmons 
<laughs> not Ben Simmons, <laughs> Bill Simmons. Are you ready for this? Is that Simmons' last name? Yeah. So I'm listening fucking against my Ugh. against my better. T- I only listen to the I only the only Bill Simmons podcast I listen to is Against All Odds because I like or whatever they get the well, the one with Uncle Cousin Sal because I like Cousin mm-hmm. Sal and I sure. think he actually has some pretty good ideas and he and Simmons doesn't like berate him the way that he does his employees. But like I've noticed Simmons has always got this take and I he had it with with a uh, Harden and he brought it up again with with Aaron Rodgers and he was like Aaron Rodgers shouldn't like Mr. like I want to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to poison the well. I don't want to be in Green Bay and then nobody bites on it and you don't practice and you don't play with the team and you don't do the preseason and nobody bites on it and then suddenly you just are like, "Well, I'm here. I like my teammates and that's all that matters." But it's still a bad look to try to get yourself pushed out of Green Bay. This is Bill Simmons' take, right? Mhm. And I got to thinking about it. That's exactly what he did at fucking ESPN. He mm-hmm. fucking, he, he poisoned the well. He, mm-hmm. he went after Goodell, three different podcasts, knowing full mm-hmm. well that he was going to get himself fired. He knew, like, he's since mm-hmm. admitted it in the interview with John Skipper, that he, w- like, that was his ticket to get out. I don't know if he'd been talking to HBO already, because that deal sort of came, like, as soon as his NDA was over. Like, it's, or his non-compete was over. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, and, and then he brings back, like, a lot of the, like, he it completely alienates his team. It's Grantland. Grantland shuts down immediately as soon as Simmons is gone. That's mm-hmm. 30 to 100 people immediately out of a job, some of which he plucks and brings back. Just like, you know, Aaron Rodgers playing with his teammates. He's like, I mm-hmm. got you guys. Sorry, mm-hmm. I had to, I have my own best interest in this. But uh, the guys I care about, you guys are still my homies. We're going to start mm-hmm. this ringer thing. Like, it's, it's pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. And so for Simmons to fucking sit there and pretend like, or just act like he doesn't get it, it's his fucking playbook. Yeah, he yeah. like he 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 yeah. makes the kind of money he runs in the same circles as Aaron Rodgers. It's dumb for him to play this like media role. Like I don't get it. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like it muddies up this, my sport. It's your shit. It's mm-hmm. your shit, and it's mm-hmm. fine. It's how fucking things happen. It's how mm-hmm. it's how this sport works now. It's a it's game business. of fucking chicken. It's business. So fucking get off your high horse. Who gives a fuck? Aaron Rodgers played it perfectly. He'll be he somewhere. He'll be somewhere next year. He still doesn't have this Jordan Love dude playing in front of him. He's doing great. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Bill Simmons. Sorry. Yeah. I just you just reminded me of that. Great. Just like good for you. I like that. That was great. Thanks. That's a take. It's a Simmons take. Number one thousand four hundred and twenty-seven. <laughs> Can't get enough. Uh, he can't. You want to do picks? Uh, yeah, let's do picks. Or do you have something you want to do? So you got no, I don't. I really don't, actually. Okay. I really, really don't. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Let's so. How we do that? Week, week five. Not great. Not great, but not terrible either, though. Hung in there. The Baltimore game really kind of screwed us over a little bit because, I mean, we, we were losing that game. And then at the end of the, you know, and then Baltimore pulled it out of their ass in the fourth quarter, which was incredible. I watched that. We drove home that day from Vermont. And so I, I caught the like the fourth quarter, which was incredibly exciting um, and crazy. But because they went to overtime and they scored a touchdown, they don't get to kick the extra point. And that's a wrap. And then that's a wrap. And that's why we have, sh- you know, basically shitty records. <laughs> 
<laughs> so thanks, fucking NFL's <laughs> overtime rule. Thanks for making the excuse. Really for screwed us over. Can I tell you a quick follow up to my? Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm coming. So I went I went to the Steelers game. I went to to hate Ben. Right, I'm fully mm. intended. We. Oh, that's right. Chanting. Yeah, went to I went I went to chant. I went to hate on him, and I got to the game, and I was with my friend Webster, who's not like a loudmouth by any means. So like he's not going to, I know he's not going to get involved and uh, we go and it's just like very peaceful. It's a beautiful day. Everybody's like around us as a family. Like it's just like people moved over. So no one had to sit next to each other. Like it was like we were in a good hmm. section. The okay. Steelers came out hot, had a good first quarter. And I was like, I can't, I like, I don't, I'm just feeling good. Like I'm do just, this. <laughs> these three, three guys, these three tailgaters stumble in. After like probably like right as the second quarter starts, sit immediately immediately behind us and just change the entire tenor of the of the the area like just shitting on Ben, like saying kick a field goal on first down, just going in like going in and everyone is like super uncomfortable. You see like the body language, everyone hunches over in their seats, like they just these guys like they came in fully expecting to just shit on Ben. That was, they were doing, and they were doing it. They were doing what I had come to do, but they were doing it. And uh, I'll be damned if they were going to do it, no matter how good Ben played. So I fucking bet. I just sat there and listened to the cringe and listened to cringe. And then when Ben threw that like third touchdown to chase Claypool, I stood up and made him high five me. <laughs> and they were good sports about it. And then, like it was cool, like whatever. But like, it was a, Dude, I was like, you guys are the like, wow, you did it. You did it for me. And you know Wait, what? So did you did you feel good about not trying to One, because of these guys then? 100%. I felt yeah. way better not being a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never got, I never like got aggravated. I, I mean, I was most, I did like yell at Mike Tomlin because like they played prevent well, and almost lost the game. And that was like typical Mike Tomlin shit. Yeah, but that was just me being like a like a disappointed fan. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was because there was a kid next to me and because I have a kid. I don't know. Like, mm. if Webb just chills me out, whatever mm. it was, I didn't. A little bit I, of everything. I failed. I failed. Yeah. But these guys did not, and they were they were <laughs> they took it for you. They basically. were weathered, man. They yeah, were weathered. <laughs> they were like contractors. They were wet. They 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 had, they had. Is is Pittsburgh known for like what are their fans known as? Are you know are they more like Philadelphia fans or are they more like you know Seattle fans where it's like you barely? I mean, Seattle fans are kind of stupid. Steeler fans are fucking spoiled brats, and they go to the game and they fucking expect a Super Bowl win all the time, and they sit there and they barely clap. Like you have to get them fired the fuck up. Like it's really hard to get like they're the. It's but they're not booing like every time that there's a bad uh, play. There's, or... ne there's never booing. Like I guess okay. maybe they booed Ben. Like I, you, you. It's not. Ben, like, I can see now, but it's not like I, they just. I'm, I'm, ben I'm used to like Giants pass, Jets like... games where it's just like insanity. Like well, just, you guys, they suck so bad that you I know. But but like those fans, like the I, I those I've never been to a Philly game, but like the what I do, what I can compare it to is like Giants and Jets, and it is, it's way, it's okay. It's way less intense than a, than a Meadowlands game, but way more intense than a Jacksonville Jaguars game. Sure. Those are sure. the only stadiums I have to compare it to. So it sits yeah. right in the middle of those places. Yeah. yeah. They're not the worst fans, but they, they, don't, they don't constantly just sit there and, 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 and 
yell and talk shit to their team, their own team, basically. No. Like, only when it's sort of deserved. They get very excited for sticks. Oh. When Renegade plays, that place is goes it, fucking is bananas. It, is that like a thing? That Renegade's do? their song, yeah. Okay. Re- right. Do you know that song? Uh, not off the top of my head. Well, if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is the weirdest get pumped up song. It's kind of hard to get excited by it, but huh. fucking Steelers fans love it. Okay. They love it. Interesting. I'm like, I mean, what oh. we, yeah, what yeah. are we doing here? Like, it does start off really cool. And like, they, what they do is they black out the entire Jumbotron like mm. 10 seconds before it goes on. So people fucking lose their goddamn gourd. <laughs> like, they just, it's like the one time Steeler fans get up. And if something exciting happens after they play Renegade, it'll carry over. But like they gave up like a twenty-one yard pass and it was over. I was like, "All right, we're back to normal." I wonder how that started. Uh, it was. It's fairly recent. I think it's in the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's a but like how did that? I wonder how like so whoever decided to play that song and I don't that know. resonated with the I fans. I don't know. It's a weird one. And, yeah. Which I kind of like. There's it also like other teams have said that it pumps them up. So there's been a call to get rid of it. Oh. And it was weird. Like the the weird. the. The Broncos players were dancing to it, <laughs> especially the white ones. And I'm, I'm listening to the song after the show. To you see listen, but listen to it. Like I think that they're like listen to it like Renegade Steelers, so you can see how they. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I'll they clip the in like you know, the Steelers yeah, yeah. doing great things, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Some 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 ex Steeler wrote about Renegade in the in the Players Tribune, like how oh. like it, like there's nothing like it, but it's weird. Hmm. It's totally weird. Yeah, it's a weird it is thing. weird. Um, but that seems kind of fitting for a, for a sort of a a very industrial blue collar town like Pittsburgh, then I guess or something. Sticks. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, fits. Yeah. it fits. It right. fits so well. Yeah, right. All right, we're on to week six, Chris. Let's do it. Thursday, October fourteenth. Yeah, you do this one first because I Tampa I fl- Tom flip floppy takes the northbound train to Philadelphia to battle the Eagles. Love this over Tampa on the road favorite minus six and a half. The over under is 52 and a half. You like the over on this one? I do. Even though it's mm-hmm. crazy high. I think that these, yeah, that Tampa Bay's secondary is bad, right? It's bad. It's bad. I think Philly's kind of a passing team. I think this kind of plays into their hands a bit. Uh, although I said that about Miami last week and that didn't Jesus work out well. Wolf. So for yeah. me, <laughs> they held it down for a quarter. Yeah. A quarter. Yeah. Um, I kind of I, six and a half probably isn't enough, but I kind of want to take the, the points with Philly. And I think I'm get, like I did last week with Miami, and I'm probably going to regret it again. I'm going to be like, why did I do that? I'm going to join you. I, okay. I like I like this. I would. Are you going to watch this game? Um. Yeah, to some degree, probably. It's like Philly always bums me out. Like I want to watch them, and then I watch them, and I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah, it's always like good. <laughs> yeah, it's like the three and out squad. They're just like it'll be interesting to see. I think the key on this one will be interesting to see how Tampa kind of can defend Jalen Hurts, uh, and not just passing but running the ball. Like they'll they'll shut down the the, the running game itself and the and the running backs, but can like can Hurts make something happen with his legs? And and I think that'll go a long way to sort of Philly staying close to Tampa Bay. I guess I like that you wrote a little nine thirty a.m. note in your. Uh... Miami Jacksonville here. It's Sunday games. We're going back to London. I know, but what, it's funny that you like put the time in there. 
Like I, you, just so you know, and it's just a little reminder that it's nine thirty. Like it. It's very nice of you. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Last week I wrote London game nine thirty a.m. So I, I guess um, maybe I, I I I'm just shorthanding these a little bit now, um, but maybe it makes a little bit of difference to you that it's in London. It's an early game. It's Miami again, another road favorite minus is three London, and a half. Is London like an extension of Florida in like the NFL's mind? There's like yeah, London. It's like Florida. It's like yeah. Basically the Let's same. just have shitty games played there. It's so bad. <laughs> It's so bad. What's the equivalent? I, I what's the, just, what's the Premier League equivalent? Like, you, you remember when uh, of this game? Yeah, you remember what? What's didn't? Do you remember when like the Premier League sent Chelsea? Who'd they send to play the fucking Red Bulls and just Ugh. walked all over them? Yeah, like that, that's it's weird. I guess I guess you have to send Chelsea to sort of get that's that's actually that's actually a great question because the the relevancy between this. Why are Going we sending the other them way dog shit? Sense. Like we should send them good teams. We send the Steelers and the Raiders to Mexico. Why are we like trying to force feed Jacksonville on London? Like I think it's because like, the only shitty teams don't have a choice. Like they have to go. Like no good team. Like so, no team I think that's got played in London has had a winning record. Really? Yeah. What an interesting tidbit. Right. Which is weird though, because like Seattle went a couple years ago to play the Raiders, I believe. Um, but maybe they were they weren't doing that well that year. Um. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like you would think you would send the better teams because the more high-profile teams, like the Premier League sent to the States, because you're you know you're going to sell tickets with Chelsea coming. I don't think you're selling tickets with, like, like Burnley, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, um, one, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Burnley feels like kind of the Jacksonville here, maybe a little <laughs> bit. Like, they've had some success. Crystal pa- this blue, is Crystal you know. Palace, Burnley. Yeah, well, this is totally Crystal Palace. Man, we is totally Crystal Palace. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. They are. So we're watching mm-hmm. Crystal Palace Burnley. Who are you going to take? Uh, yeah. As much as Miami's playing terribly, I, I, Jacksonville's really bad. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to take Miami minus the points. I, I think they can sort of win by more than three and a half. I love the story of Jacksonville winning Urban Meyer's first game not in the United States. It just feels too perfect. <laughs> you just want him to win a game. <laughs> I want him to win a game, but not here. <laughs> I want to see what what happens afterwards. Like, like it just would be fantastic. Yeah, it's three and a half. The half point is is it's worrying me a little it bit. Means some point, it means something. It means something to me. Going to win a game too. Oh, of course, that's what I think too. Right. Yeah. I just, I just, uh, I'll, I'll go one more week with Miami, and then after that, I'm calling it quits. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Famous last words. You just like our, <laughs> I, can't, you, I just can't quit. I think it's. I think like you were a Marino fan or something. There's something. I was weird. a Marino fan. Yeah. I've always I, liked Miami. Yeah. You 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 give them a pass. It's a. It's I like do. I, maybe like, do a little you have, bit. Like, I, I I like their head coach. Do you have like, like Dan Fouts and Dan Marino like tattooed on your ass? Because you like <laughs> your love affair with the Chargers in Miami. It just makes no sense. The Chargers has nothing to do with with Fouts. That's for sure. But it has to do with your childhood, right? Like it's, I don't, I don't understand why like you, and I mean, good on you. The chargers are finally like the team you wanted them to be. Finally. But like, but like <laughs> it only took 42 years. <laughs> anyway, speaking of chargers at Baltimore, my favorite uh, game. Yeah. That's the next game. Chargers plus three on the road. Um, again, I, yeah, I don't know why the Chargers. It, it was, I mean, it's a combination of things. It's like, why is that? Why I like Tottenham for the, for the, the premier league, you know, like something just spoke to me about those teams. Um, this is a great game. This is like the game of the week. This is a great game. Chargers, I, how are they Uh, getting three points? This is such a gift. I love it. Gift. They don't play home games. Like this doesn't mean anything that they're on the road, and that's what this swing is. Like Chargers plus three. I've actually already bet this, like because I think that this is gonna move. Like I, I yeah plus three. 
worst case, this is a push. Like, there's Baltimore yeah. almost lost to fucking old Baltimore. Like, it, like exactly. How, how the fuck? Yeah. How the fuck? Like, yeah. this, I do not understand this line. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, yeah. Am I crazy? No, I feel the same way. I, I, it's insane that Chargers are getting three points, I think, in this game. I think, well, how is Baltimore not the home dog here? It, it doesn't, it's, it's, or it at least, mean, at least, like, plus one. Like, this is so weird. Like, or minus one. Like, three. That's yeah. just like, it's a wonderful gift. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Even though over 52 and a half, I, I, you know, with what we've seen from both offense teams in this case, like I, I take the over on this one too, I would think. I'm a little But maybe this is one of those games where everyone expects to be high scoring and then it's not sort of yeah. like the, the Buffalo, a, Kansas City game last week or I'm whatever. I'm a little but afraid of that. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving on. Minnesota minus one on the road in Carolina. Again, Carolina, the home dog plus one. I, I know, but Darnold, Darnold's looking very Darnoldy. I know, but, but still, there, there's a good defense there. Minnesota's not a great team. They're very inconsistent. Um, you know, is Dalvin Cook back or not, or does he even play like fifty percent of the the snaps? Is, is McCaffrey back though? McCaffrey's probably back this week, most likely. Maybe that's the maybe that's, that's why because it's not hundred percent. He's that's back the here diff- now. That's the difference maker to me. I, I I say take Carolina the points before they start become the favorites in this game. I think. I don't. I think I'm going to no? take Minnesota. I just, Ooh, I'm, you Kirk I, cousin anti vaccine mother. I know. I feel like Carolina might be stumbling. Like I feel like they're. Mm. They're kind of swooning. This is your team. They're your team. I know. That's why I can say this about them. I'm not going to just blindly love them. <laughs> I have to be honest with myself and my team. Okay. All right. Until All they right. until they right the ship a little bit, until McCaffrey's back, I, I feel like Darnold's like seeing ghosts. Okay. All right. I mean, he might be, but there's no ghosts to see in Minnesota. They have a terrible defense here. I... I think even at home, I think it's crazy that, that Carolina is still even getting a point here. But be that as it may, we move on. We move forward. Houston, plus nine on the road in Indianapolis. This makes, I'm again, I'm so confused by this. So last week, now the difference is home, I guess. Last week, New England was plus seven and a half against Houston. Are yeah, you we, had it, it minus, we had it minus eight and a half. Okay, so it ended at plus minus seven and a half. So maybe this will move a point, but it maybe. feels we, it feels weird to me that Houston is getting more points than they did against New England. Like I, I don't know what what am I missing? Uh, I'm not sure either. I don't know what you're missing. I, there's a chance. Uh, oh no, maybe there's one more game here. Tyrod Taylor doesn't come back yet, so this is one more game. But from what, and I think we talked about this last week as I brought it up, is like I feel like Houston or uh, yeah, Houston has been keeping a lot of games fairly close. Unless it's a really good team and they've been getting kind of blown out here, right? It's a little. And Indianapolis is very inconsistent. They lost a big lead to Baltimore here. I, I think I don't know why they're giving them so many points here as as a home favorite here. I, I'm finally I think I, I've been wanting to do it for the last couple of weeks and I keep shying away from taking the Houston because I feel like they keep it close. I'm taking Houston plus the nine on this one. Yeah, me too. I learned a big fucking lesson from my homeboy Jake. He fucking did a fourteen parlay with Houston to cover as the big like the non money line. And he, I think it was like, it was like plus 900. It was like, I should have learned last week, but I'll yeah. learn this week. I'm not going to make that mistake again. All right. Uh, here's a big, here's another big spread. The Rams minus 10 and a half in the Meadowlands. Against a team with no players. Mike Glennon. We're getting Mike Glennon. Yeah. No Saquon. 
Mike Glenn is most likely the starting quarterback. Maybe Daniel Jones comes back from a concussion, although the way he was stumbling around <laughs> that field, I think they should probably hold him out. Yeah, he didn't even safe. get the fucking touchdown. I was watching it when he did it. Oh, I was God. watching it when he did it. I felt bad for him. I, I suddenly, like after watching that, it's like watching like a dog get hit by a car, even if it's a shitty dog that always chases yeah. cars. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it is. It's like, you ever have that dog in your neighborhood that always chases cars? You're like, fuck that dog. But then it yeah. gets hit and you see it limping across the street. Yeah. That's what Danny, like, suddenly, like, I feel bad for him. Yeah. Not bad yeah. enough to root yeah. for him. He, he's trying his hardest. He, he's ten trying and his hardest. Is, and his best out there. Ten and a half is too he, goddamn he, much. It's a lot, though, right? Danny Dimes will make some team good. I truly believe that. I don't know if it's the Jet, the Giants, but I think he's... If Let's just put it this way. If he was on the Steelers, I'd be fucking stoked. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel because I feel like there's a little more talent, there's a little more belief in that in that organization that they could put talent around him. He's actually, uh, also know? can move and makes decent decisions. Like I don't, yeah, yeah, I, like if I don't know, there's something, there's something very serviceable about Danny Dimes. I used to just shit on him because, but like, yeah, I'm kind yeah. of I'm, after seeing him get yeah. hit by a car, I feel bad. Ugh, for him. Yeah. Here's the other thing too is the Giants are missing, I think, their top three wide receivers still. I think I don't think any of them are, are gonna play this week. Tony? Uh Tony's the only one. No, Tony's well, Tony's the other one. I don't know. He got ejected. I don't know if can he play. Is he, he eligible to play. play this week then too? That's a whole nother weird I like thing. that guy. He was also the part the shining moment. Like I liked I didn't see him get kicked out. I didn't know that happened, but when he I threw a punch him, and then they immediately kicked him out. When I saw him, <laughs> when I saw him catching, he, he went off for three quarters and did. then they tossed him. Oh man, <laughs> oh so giant. The Rams, crazy. the Rams have a shitty defense. That's the only reason this isn't like a thirteen point line. I, I, ten and a half is like Vegas is tempting you. Probably, yeah. would, I'd probably tease this under ten, but I'm still gonna go with the Rams. What about I, you? I. I yeah, you're still, oh, you're still going to go with the Rams. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I don't want to bet this one really until like Saturday or Sunday yeah, exactly. because, until I really know the full extent of like who's playing and who's not playing. Yeah. Um, because maybe if some of those guys are back, if, if, if Danny dimes is, is playing, I think they could probably get this to 10 and a half. They were doing, they, their backup running back was doing all right. Like, yeah. When, when Booker, was, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. What, yeah. Um, it's, it's weird because I, I don't think they're a terrible team, but they, I, they're just one of those teams right now that just can't get their shit together, basically. I know. I know. Like, offensively, defensively, they're coaching, they're they general manager, like, all that stuff. It's kind of like they should just take... Like they, it's almost like they want what happened to Seattle. They need, like, three weeks of a backup quarterback and a bye just to right the ship, get everybody healthy, and then try to make a push for the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I, for, so, for now, too, I, th- I think everything that we know and are expecting to know, I, I, I it's... I feel like the Rams are still too good not to sort of blow the Giants out, even on the road here. But I feel like the Giants, this might be one of those, this is, it's a trap game for me a little bit. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, Giants will probably keep this thing close for, uh, for some ungodly reason. And you can't unexplained, you know, like how or why they scored like 10 or they scored like three touchdowns and they kept it close, you know, but whatever. Kansas City, next game. Kansas right, City, minus six and a half we got on the road. We're running a little short on time. Let's burn through these and get to the important Sunday night game so we can talk, digest that a little bit. <laughs> okay. Kansas City, minus six and a half in Washington. What a gift. Uh, what a game. Uh, this, this one, actually, I feel like should be a little bit more, uh, a bigger spread, actually, because totally. Kansas City, will, I think, will bounce back. Washington totally. is garbage. Yeah. This is a dumb, this is a dumb line. Hit yeah. Kansas City. Agreed. Yeah. Next yeah. one. 
Keep. I think. I think this might Ooh, be one of those too. This always bet good, against Washington. This I is know, a good game like, coming up. Yeah, always bet against Washington. Game. Poor Cleveland too. Uh, they they seem to be getting a, a murderous row of of opponents. Tough this schedule. Season. Tough schedule. They play. They, they fight hard. They do, and they keep themselves kind of in games. Arizona plus three on the road in Cleveland. Um. Although, I, for now, it's like, why wouldn't you take, in this game, why wouldn't you just take the points? I feel like Cleveland should be the underdog in this game. I'm, actually, not, betting, I'm not betting against Arizona anymore. Fuck that. Okay. This yeah. team is good. Fuck that. I'm like, until yeah. I, I'm on. I'm on. Thanks. Especially with, with what, what happened against Arizona or against San Francisco last week uh, with a low-scoring game, I feel like the, the smart thing to do is take the points. Yeah. Speaking of take the points, Vegas plus three and a half against Denver. I think Vegas bounces back. I think this is like a post Cruden, like they all rally. Yeah. They got the points. At least they cover Denver. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater's fucking good. I watched him last week. He's good as shit. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't win. I don't know what exactly happened. They did their, wrong. Yeah. Their defense didn't play the way that they should. Mm -hmm. Roethlisberger threw like three interceptions that didn't get caught. Like it was. It was weird. Bridgewater's good, but I like the luck and fortunate. I like the three and a, I like the three and a half. I like your road dog theory. I've been riding them a lot like this this week, and I'm going to stay with it. Give me uh, give me the Grudens. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think I, I feel like um, the only thing that worries me in this game is that is that Greg Olson now is the actual de facto offensive coordinator calling the plays. Oh, God, and he's had really? a long and storied history of, of being offensive coordinators for like one or two seasons at most for a lot of teams over the last 15 years. Bring back Art And Schell. he always seems to get fired. And he's, I don't Schell? think he's a good play caller. Where's Art Shell? Um, Isn't he around? Give him. Get, yeah, get Art Shell. I think we could bring him back maybe. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see how this actually affects Vegas. But I think they still have too much talent. I think Carr... All these guys, I think, like you said, a lot of these guys, I think, will respond because I, 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 I got a sneaky suspicion they didn't like Gruden and they know what kind of person he was, like in the behind the scenes and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, and also just take the points in this game. Yeah, it's a, a rivalry game. Take the points. Dallas uh, okay. minus four in New England. Wow, um, Dallas will be getting way more points. Way more points. This is way dumb. more points. And I think New England has proven right now at this point that they can't stop anything. Good defenses. Yeah. yeah. Or they can't stop good offenses, and they and 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 against good defenses, it's like they're 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 they struggle offensively. Mac Jones is just a young Ben Roethlisberger, but how Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> plays now, he just throws <laughs> shitty, dumb screen passes, these safe little outs, and like it's nothing downfield except for once in a while. Like he just is, he's just doing Ben Roethlisberger things, but like not the old Ben Roethlisberger, the current Ben Roethlisberger. It's weird. I'm not like I I went all in on this dude, like fantasy, and I believed in him, and I don't know. He's, yeah, he's. I mean, he'll be all right. Like, he'll be all right probably at some point. Anyway, that's enough said about whatever his name is. Sunday night game of the night for us, Chris. Seattle without Russell Wilson plus five. Try to play behind the steel curtain. Um. As bad as Pittsburgh is, I think Seattle's a whole lot worse, <laughs> especially without Russell Wilson here. Uh, I think they're going to struggle to score points. I, I think Pittsburgh's defense is, is going to give them fits here. Um, and and I, I have no confidence Seattle's defense is going to be able to stop Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. The only chance they have is, is Ben stops himself. Uh, these teams are so... like This just feels like a Seattle gets it, like, writes the ship like on, on the backs of the Pittsburgh Steelers to me. Like, I... Oof. First of all, Gino. 
the, the, I mean, it was so close. Last week was so close. I'm so excited to have Gino. I'm rooting for the Seahawks in this game, probably. Okay. I don't know. I think I am. I think I like Gino better than I like the Steelers. Like, I really want him to succeed. And honestly, like, what happens if Gino? So, if Gino wins two of three, mm-hmm. very, I think that's doable. I think at least again, one against Pittsburgh. I don't know who they play next. And then they go into the bye and Russ comes back. See, Seahawks are still in the, the equation. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sticking with the road dogs. I, I like Gino against Pittsburgh. If anyone can beat, if anyone can, can ri- help the Seahawks rise up, it's Gino and it's definitely <laughs> against Pittsburgh. I, he's got a week to prepare, although that might be against a, a knock against him. I, I love, I love Seattle. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, great. Um, Monday night. Wait, Chris. hold on. Are you excited for this game? No, I'm not. Wait, which game? The, the Sunday s- night game? No, I'm, no, you're not. No, okay. no. I'm my I'm whole my whole season is deflated now. This whole thing. I, even before Russell was was it was injured. Russ sucked. Uh, Russ sucked that game. Their defense sucked. Russ sucked. I was watching. Like he sucked. Like yeah, he, he, they kept they they keep trying to force. I think this old offensive philosophy on themselves. And just chucking it deep and and going for the big play, even when it's is when they good, only need though? five yards. Is and, Russ good? And, and these screen passes that they don't like it hasn't worked in since Carroll has been the head coach, and yet they keep trying to force screen passes. Like they think it's they're gonna get over somebody, you know, in this Rams defense. And it's like, no, like they you don't, you can't. It's such a weird it's such a weird season right now. And it's Something's, it just makes me believe that something's one way or another, something's going to happen at the end of the season. Like either Russ is gone or, or Pete Carroll's got to go. I think Peaches is gone. I would we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Chris, last game, Monday night. Are, are you a Buffalo Bills fan now? Or are, not a fan, but a believer? No. <laughs> Even they go into Kansas City and whoop Kansas City. Nope. Still don't believe. <sighs> All right. You just refuse to. I refuse to. <laughs> So my bias with the with the Chargers and and the and the Dolphins, it, you're sort of the exact opposite of this of just hating Buffalo so I much. Just don't be- I don't believe it. Believe that they're a good team, but I do like that that tight end, and I'm glad I picked him up for fantasy. I watched a <laughs> chunk of a game, and I was like, this Knox guy feels like like he's got like the, he feels very Buffalo-y. and so I just scooped him up, and he did great. So mm-hmm. uh, I think Knox is the difference in this game. Give me Buffalo. Uh, I'm, I like all the road teams this week. Is, okay. which is abundantly clear. I think I picked all but two road teams. Wow, you really did. Yeah. Jacksonville and Philadelphia to start the, to start the week off, yeah. and then everything else is road teams. That's yeah. an interesting move. I like that. That's an interesting move. I think I'm actually I'm pretty close to you right there. Anyway, uh, I think Tennessee actually kind of plays uh, into or against Buffalo's strengths, and I think they can run the ball. Uh, Tam, uh, I, you know, I saw something like Buffalo plays against Kansas City. They played their defense. They do it. They do a cover two, which sort of takes away the deep ball from Mahomes. And that's I think that's there's a blueprint there, maybe how you play Mahomes in the Kansas City defense or offense. So I think Tennessee is sort of the antithesis of that. I think they can with Derrick Henry, I think they can run the ball in the heart of that Buffalo defense, which is I think is not their strength. And I and I I, I gotta see, and I don't like Tennessee much at all. And I think their offense is very inconsistent. And I think Buffalo wins this game, but I, I feel like Tennessee can maybe at least keep it close with even with only six points. I'm, I'm taking a risk here and a gamble on that one because I feel like I've sniffed something out here and I'm probably completely wrong. <laughs> but I'm going for it, Chris. <laughs> okay. It's uh, shocking this to me. This is how I went eight and seven last year. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You're doing, you still are above 500 for this season, which is more than I can say about me. So, uh, 
let's just ride into the sunset then. You have yourself a great week. Listen, adios, muchachos, and uh, and Chris alike. Peace. <laughs>